0: What's up everybody? Welcome back to the Lumberhawk podcast y'all. I just want to thank y'all for tuning in on your favorite podcast app, reading this on Substack, following me on Twitter, all that. I'm just a guy with a unique perspective on life. I want to share that perspective with you. Some of this is meant to be educational, some of it's meant to be entertaining. The rest is just nonsense. None of this is financial advice. I'm just a guy with a microphone telling you how I feel about stuff. You got to do your own research. However, if you have any thoughts about this content, any of the stuff I say, any of the stuff you want me to say, or you want to have a conversation with me about any of this, we can do that as a podcast or not. Just hit me up here or on Twitter. All right, let's get into it. So there's a lot of optimism out there right now, at least more than there has been recently. And I just wanted to tell you guys, if you're in that camp where you're all excited about everything right now, maybe just relax for a second. Yeah, it's great that Bitcoin rallied back from the 17, what was it, like 17.5-ish number up to 22,000 in the last you know day or so. Right now it's sitting right at about 21,000. We didn't break any really important key levels of resistance on the way up, so there's not a whole lot of reason to think that the bull market is back on. More importantly, the greater macro environment is still absolutely terrible. We're still in a situation where until the Fed pivots and decides to loosen monetary policy and go back into a economy-stimulating mode, then all the markets are just going to be at the mercy of that. That doesn't look like it's going to change anytime soon, certainly not this month. I'm expecting another 75 basis points here for the meeting coming up for this month. But there are also two really big crypto specific reasons why I think that we are due for a little bit more pain before this is over. The first one is Mount Gox. Mount Gox is like the bohemoth that will never leave the crypto space. It's been a problem for years. For those of you who don't know, Mt. Gox was the crypto exchange back in the day. They got hacked. The guy who ran it tucked and ran. Uh, it was just a disaster. A ton of people lost their money. At the time, Mt. Gox had like 80% of the uh, Bitcoin transactions as far as marketplace is concerned. And that money had been locked up for years and years and years. It's Looking like the Bitcoin that they have remaining is likely to hit the market here very, very soon, like as early as today. And that could apply a lot of selling pressure to the market. As of a few days ago, the Japanese exchange had about $3 billion worth of Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash on their balance sheets that they were expecting to be able to use to pay back to their creditors. If that happens, That's potentially $3 billion of selling pressure in the market. Obviously, that could contribute to more negative price action. If you guys are unfamiliar with the Mt. Gox situation, just let me know. I'll make a podcast about it if you want something short that just kind of is an overview. It's kind of old news in the crypto space, but there's a lot of new people in the crypto space who may not be aware of what happened. So just let me know. The second thing that is more crypto specific is the relationship between Celsius and Tether. If you don't know, Tether is the largest and most liquid stablecoin. It has its own set of FUD behind it as to whether or not they're truly backed and being audited and all that other stuff, but that's not what we're talking about today. Celsius took out a $1 billion, with a B, $1 billion loan from Tether to shore up some of their uh, illiquidity problems that they've been having recently, stuff I've covered. It would seem that Celsius has been paying back some of its debts and minimizing its risk of uh, margin calls and being liquidated. But if Celsius ends up doing like Voyager and filing for bankruptcy, they immediately lock up all of those funds that they owe to their creditors which means Tether is on the hook for a billion dollars. So if Celsius makes it out of this unscathed, then maybe it'll all be okay. But they're really getting by, like by the skin of their teeth right now. Everyone who has money invested in Celsius has very quickly started to learn about all this counterparty risk. And right now there's a billion dollars worth of that counterparty risk applied to Tether. Again, Tether being the largest and most liquid stablecoin, if the Celsius contagion bleeds over to Tether and causes a Tether depegging event, that could be absolutely catastrophic for the larger crypto space. Again, I'm not saying that that is inevitable, that that's happening right now, because it's not, but the risk is there. It's just something to be aware of looking forward. So yeah, just to recap, the reason why I still think we have more room to go, we didn't break any significant positions of resistance, nor did we have a significant enough amount of bottoming volume to convince me that the bottom is actually in. The Celsius bankruptcy tether counterparty risk we're going to have to see how that plays out. It may or may not happen, but if it does, it'll be significant. The Mt. Gox collateral selling pressure, repaying those creditors. And I didn't mention this before, but those creditors, because Mt. Gox held on those funds for so long, they're still way, way ahead of the game in dollar terms from when they put that money into Mt. Gox, when they owned that Bitcoin that they, got, that they lost. It's estimated that the total pool of capital is about a 20x return from when the exchange shut down. So as these individuals and these creditors receive their funds back, they have a 20x incentive to just sell it and move on. Now, obviously not all of them will, but it seems pretty likely at least some of them will. So that's a potential $3 billion of selling pressure coming. And then the last and really most important one is the Fed. It's all one trade. You don't fight the Fed. The Fed's going to continue to raise interest rates because CPI is still terrible. So me personally, I'm still sitting by the sidelines, kind of waiting to see what happens, waiting to see this all shake out a little bit more before I start to make any kind of aggressive moves at all. Obviously, do your own research. And don't be more aggressive with any investments than what you can stomach losing because investments are risky, especially in this space. All right, y'all. That's it for today. If you haven't already subscribed to my Substack, please go ahead and do that. You can listen to me on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts, but I recommend you check out Fountain so that way you can stack some free sats while you're doing it. Also get your free sats every day using the Choice app. You'll get free Bitcoin in a retirement account. And if you can put it into a Roth, that means that that Bitcoin will never be taxed for the rest of your life. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Lumberhawk. Leave me a comment on any of these platforms. And I will definitely do my best to get back to you. All right. Cheers, y'all. Have a great day.